Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 584 for the week of May 8th, 2021. We're RP Gamer bringing you the week's news, an update on our reviews, um, and any other cool things to point out from the site for the week. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll catch you next time. Until then, see you. Bye. No, 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 what? no Chris. No. Wow. No. Fastest no. 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 podcast on record. But we have a we have a we got a friend coming over. It's yes. like it, the the apocalypse is beginning to abate, and we're having fully vaccinated people over for small visits. It's really fun. No, I want to go. I want to go see my friend. <laughs> She'll be here soon. Okay. Podcast, hey. first, podcast first, then Tabby. I mean, you could always have her on the podcast, but that would be amazing. It. it would, but I don't know that she'd feel confident about it. But I've asked. Um, anyway, the 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 people joining me today are also my friend. Yay! And they are Kelly Ryan. Yay, I have a friend. Um, Jonathan Stringer. Remember me? We do. And Anna Marie Privetier. Am I your friend? No, you're my wife. Is that better or worse? Mm, it's an exercise for the viewers. Ooh. Also, Eclipse on the stream if you're on the stream twitch.tv slash rpgamer if you want to watch us live when we record 9 a.m pacific noon eastern every week and a lot of times you'll see a cat you'll see some cross stitching lately um and then whatever other garbage i come up with to put on the screen while we talk about Uh, video games i gotta say you have the port oranges photos on the screen right now yeah (laughs) very cute it's funny because I um, bought the Animal Crossing shirt from Kitten Academy a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago. And people this last weekend, because we was out of town last weekend, were like, oh, that's a cute Animal Crossing shirt, but I don't recognize those characters from the game. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to them, like, no, this, this is uh, these are from a kitten This rescue. is from a website where I stalk other people's cats. Yes. <laughs> and and then they just look at you like... All. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, hey Vaughn, want to take a road trip to Connecticut to go adopt some yeah. cats? Yeah, want Rio, and I want him dancing on the sand. Oh, sorry. I really wanted that one calico one that stole Brad. That's I'm blanking bread. on her name. Yeah, oh, I'm blanking. Oh, oh. The mom that the went mom and stole cat. the hamburger bun. Amazing. Yeah. And then she yes. tried to steal the other hamburger bun when he went and got the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and she stole the cookie from yeah. and the mailbag. Yep. Let's see. Who would that have been? That would have been... She, she was by... I'm Twitter. getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, the Fancy Feasters. Um, Cavi? Truffle. 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 She was the best. She was a good mom cat. <laughs> Good mom cat, but watch your bread. Gosh, that custard is such a unit. <laughs> I saw a video of when he first joined the st- the faculty. He was tiny then. He ain't tiny. Anymore. Why did they keep custard anyways? Because foster fail. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why else? Here's yeah, I'm the queen of that. <laughs> Five kittens kept two of them. Convince my mom Maggie to keep three so of them. Pretty. Okay, why are we talking about Kitten Academy? You want to watch Kitten Academy? Go to kitten.academy. This is a show about RPGs. Let's talk about RPGs. What have you been playing? Who, me? Yeah, you. For, for once, not an RPG. <gasps> Couldn't uh, be. 
You're fired. Oh, that's okay. not how the song ends. Wow. Harsh, Anna. But, but who would backtrack? Okay, you're well, rehired. I, guess Matt, I, I was going to say, I guess Matt would, but... No, we don't We don't want to go back to the before times. <laughs> um, no, I, I've the only thing I have really touched all week is new Pokemon Snap. It's kind of an RPG. It's RPG adjacent. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, but... I, I was so worried that I was I was, was going to spend sixty dollars and beat this game in the weekend in a weekend, and because the original Pokemon Snap is so short, but you know there's eight hundred Pokemon now, and even with a fraction of the eight hundred Pokemon in this game, there's still a lot of damn Pokemon in this game, and you've got to get four different pictures of each one. One star, two star, three star, four star. Yep. So, you know, typically the one star and two stars are like them just kind of in their natural environment. And the two star is, you know, you chunking an apple at them and them eating it. The three star is tends to be it getting one of them doing their special moves. And the four star tends to be like a secret interaction that you have to figure out somehow. And some of those secret interactions are a pain in the ass to set up. And I, I followed a YouTube channel that kind of goes into all of them. And I kind of, I sort of regret following them because now my feed is just full of the different strategies. But at least it's nice that I can, go, I, I just kind of watch them in the background so that. Oh, the Kelly, there's an easy trick for that. Just go watch some fighters, spider fights, and then that'll clear all that out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, were you watching Spider Fights? Was this a rabbit hole? It is a rabbit hole on YouTube. I'm just letting you know because I had to pick one for the joke I just made. So that's the one I picked. You, you can, can also you can do rhinoceros, rhinoceros beetle fights. Oh, rhinoceros beetle oh. fights. Uh, you can look up um, cooling <laughs> reviews for computers. Um, you could look up VTubers. Just look up, search for the word Hollow Live, and then your feed is full of other things. I have a really good one from last night. Oh, My go kid for it. left his YouTube on, and it was marble racing and they called it marbula one. Oh, oh yeah we love oh, jelly's marbles Jell's marbles racing and hell yeah D- yes i love the dude marble racing. that channel is amazing <laughs> don't get us started I, on- <laughs> I was sitting there watching it and i'm like what am i doing i'm sitting there watching this now this is the epitome of sports during the quarantine you don't understand <laughs> the guy that does that makes it sound more exciting than it actually is mellow yellow fun. forever <laughs> no, I, that's Metal Yellow is not your team. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, I, I cheer for the cat eyes, of yeah. course. Yeah. C- Chris, you confused me with the spider fight because one of the pictures you have to set up is actually a <gasps> fight between Eridos and the Dragonfly Pokemon. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the secret interactions are kind of triggering fights in between them. Like, you know, there's a Zangoose in a level. So you know Servop Viper is going to be in the level somewhere. And triggering his fight is really weird because... I didn't know this. Apparently Zangoose is a stand for Primarina. What? I have no idea what words you just said. Zangoose is like Primarina, which is a different Pokemon in the grass family okay um i I probably said the name wrong it's the final evolution of poplio yeah it's the one that there's a boy one and a girl one and they're different right no oh i thought that poplio was your starter in sun and moon um it is 
That's the little the seal. Yeah, the the final evolution With of the, the seal that. Oh. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. of the wrong Pokemon. Yeah, it's Poplio. Yeah. It's for people who don't know the right Pokemon to pick, just like the ones who picked um Oshawa. So, in in that in that level, there's a Primarina on a rock, and you have to knock the Primarina off the rock, and it gets the Zangoose to kind of run off to the left. And from there, you then throw an apple into a bush to get the survivor to come out. And then all of a sudden, they start fighting. And there's your four-star Zangoose and survivor photo. And then later on in the level, Primarina shows up again and is like putting on this concert for a whole bunch of other Pokemon. And then you throw Wimmer orbs at it to get it to like really sing. And then you take pictures of everybody and there you go. And pretty much every single level in the game is like this, where there's just all kinds of stuff that you can set up. <laughs> there's there's one four-star of a photo that I'm dreading getting because there's a level that's this um, foggy forest. And there's like sections of fog and there's sections of seasons. And you have to get... I want to say it's called Sawsbuck. You have to get like one Sawsbuck from each season into one photo. Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the deer with the big antlers, and the antler decorations vary from season to season. Yes. So it, it is insane the amount of stuff that they packed into this new game. Well, I'm excited that, to eventually start it. They haven't. Yeah, and, and they don't teach you how oh, to do good photography in this game. They just want they you to get the of... subject body full frame as large as possible in the center. It's like, no, that's not how you compose good pictures. I mean... Well, good news. This isn't a photography okay, simulator. Okay, it's a Pokemon okay, game. Okay. I thought it was a Pokemon photography game. I mean, it is. And yeah, you compose good pictures. Um, there's a lot of the pictures that you have to... If you're like setting up an interaction, you have to have both of them in the frame or else it doesn't count. Um, but it also gets confusing because there's kind of an auto lock-on that will focus on just a, a Pokemon in the frame. And so whatever that lock-on is focused on, that's what the picture will think it's a picture of, if I'm making any sense. Yeah. So if you can't get that lock-on to go on to the other Pokemon, then you might have screwed up your shot. I'm not sure if I'm making any sense or not. It does make sense. Yeah. So I've I've screwed up a couple of photos before I just kind of just started taking shots. And I thought I was like, get, say, getting a Magikarp in the foreground. But then somehow the the targeting reticle focused on a Sobble that's somewhere in the background. And because of it, I screwed up my Magikarp shot. Whoopsie. And oh, oh my god, I, just, I remembered another one that was a pain in the ass to get, where you have to get a Pidgeotto to pick up a Magikarp and fly off with it. And the timing on that particular shot is just, like, you have seconds to react when that thing picks up the Magikarp. Um, luckily, when you finish the game, it unlocks a photo mode called Burst Mode, where you press the button once, and it, you can set it to take up to, like, three shots or up to six shots at the same time. So that helps with getting some of the ones that have weird timing. Um, right now, I have my Burst Mode just set up to three shots, um, which is about 
I think all you need because um, bear in mind your your quote unquote camera only has um, memory for seventy two shots, and once you run out of memory, then the level automatically ends. Your you camera a, looks uh, suspiciously like a switch. Your camera yeah. needs a bigger SD card. Yeah, doing? I was gonna say like you, you think this research professor would you know spend the money on of shots on my camera on one yeah, card <laughs> i mean like what is this like 2001 where a one mm-hmm. gig card was 75 bucks <laughs> jeez yeah now you can find one terabyte cards for ungodly cheap prices <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to shoot with those because they're too slow see i did not know that the Anything that's going to be a fast shooting card is going to be more expensive in that size, unfortunately. Oh, I see. This is well, something still, Chris actually knows about. Right. Well, still, Listen. you could get decent memory cards in a cereal box now. They're so cheap. Then again, um, this is only 200 bucks. This came down. Actually, Kelly, I'm going to amend what I just said. <laughs> if your camera can handle it, this looks pretty awesome. Um. My camera can't read this card format, though. This is a new format, I think. But I I guess the game has to have limits, so we're just... You know what? Maybe you're taking, like, super high-quality photos, which is why you're only limited. What I'm doing right now is buying SD cards. No, Chris, no! no. (laughs) But I need a $200 SD card. (laughs) And I think every every single level also has its own EV evolution that's unique to it, I want to say. Because, um, yeah, in one of the water levels, I just now noticed that there was a Vaporeon in the background. And that's the other thing. Like, you have pretty much every level has a day and night version. And every level, you also kind of level up. Um, so that, you know, you start out and there's like only so many Pokemon in it. But then as you start taking more pictures, the level gets more and more experience. And then once you've maxed it out is when all the Pokemon start showing up, like even more. Well, and but then- I was watching someone and I swear that they had day, night and dusk as one of their options. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't seen dusk yet but it wouldn't surprise me you know i i feel like i've only scratched the surface because so much more stuff happens after you beat the game um one one thing that happens is a lot of the levels start getting legendaries in them so right now in the jungle level i'm trying to figure out how to unlock mew oh nice it's under the truck uh, there, <laughs> yeah there's no truck in the jungle level mm. Believe me, I've tried. Oh, and <laughs> one of the other levels is just you going around the camp taking pictures of Pokemon. Like it says, do you want to take photos here? Yeah, and you just kind of do a little loop around the camp. And there's a Meowth and an Eevee and a Stoutland, and you're just trying to set up pictures with them. Um, what, one of them is you have to lure the Meowth to this porch, and it chases out a Rattata, which is a hilarious interaction. And then once you do that, if you lure the, the Meowth to a pseudo-woodo, it starts scratching it like a scratching post. Oh, I bet the pseudo-woodo does not like that. Oh, oh no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, and I, that, that reminded me, I forgot the most important thing, is that there's also Pokemon or quests to get in certain photos. And typically the quests are, are kind of hints on how you unlock the four-star for each one. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> if if you're worried about beating this game in the weekend, you're not going to beat it in a weekend unless that's all you played. And that's well, you all beat the I story played. in six hours. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, they, they, you know, you'll blaze through the story mode, no problem. Okay. Um, oh, th- there's there's quote unquote boss fights. Oh, that's the of. ones where you you have to take a picture of the gem and it unlocks one single Pokemon. You have yeah. To try to get good shots of that Pokemon. Yeah, and those levels, like once you've done those levels, then they start like showing more and more Pokemon. Like that that first one that you unlock with Meganum. Um. Every time you enter it, it, he'll just kind of start in a random spot, and sometimes he'll start out with an Eevee laying on him, and he'll follow the Eevee around, and there's a shot that's kind of a pain in the ass to get where you have to knock a Hoot Hoot out of a tree and get it to knock him on the head, and that's <laughs> how you get it to your star. So, uh, uh, I feel like I, I'm conflicted with this game because on the one hand, there's a lot of these shots that you have to look up because I don't see how you can figure them out on your own. But I don't know if I feel like I'm cheating by looking them up. Like, I never would have figured out the hoot hoot thing. Hmm. And one thing that helps is that you get a scan, uh, like a Pokemon radar. So you can scan the level and it'll show which ones are in the level. And if you can't, if it detects one, but it can't see it, it'll have question marks. And that's your cue to start throwing stuff into the bushes or whatever to get it to come out. But there are some of them that, like, you kind of chuck stuff and it still won't come out. And you have to, like, scan and then throw an apple and then play the music box to get it to come out so there's a lot of trial and error and that's where i'm kind of getting tripped up with trying to find some of them so i i don't i'm so conflicted about looking up stuff for this I, i don't know how i feel about it is looking stuff up cheating i don't know nah um it it's the only person you're cheating is yourself, Kelly. <laughs> Are you saying that I need to Dark Souls my Pokemon Snap? You do, yeah. Get good? You need to get good, yeah. I, okay. I don't care. I, it, I'm, I do mean that kind of seriously. Like, what do you want to get out of the game? Do you, do you want to discover things naturally and be surprised, or do you want to get all the things? So whatever your goal is, or truth be, truth be told, I want to get the two, maybe it's in the middle. Should <laughs> be told I want to get all the things. Then yeah, the guides sound like the way to go. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, the guides on the internet kind of suck right now. Aww. <laughs> yeah, reviewers like, didn't get this terribly early. I mean, eventually there'll be probably like this wonderful spoiler-free walkthrough of like, here, go over here and do this thing and watch what happens, and then you'd be like, oh, and but no one's written that yet, I bet. <laughs> no. Um, you also sort of get your own in-game Facebook page where you can um, post your six best pictures and cool. get like get likes from it. And I kind I kind of had one blow up last night. I posted the picture on my Twitter this morning um, where I basically recreated a cat meme in the chat or oh in the God. game. Did you do that same cat meme again? Which one? The woman yelling at cat. Yes. I haven't figured out how to do that one Okay. Yet. It's the only one you ever do, so that's why I figured. No, this was the smug cat um, knives pointing at a cat one. 
If that Can you makes remind sense. me what your current Twitter avatar is from? Oh, right, Thirteen Sentinels. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, so fluffy. angry looking. <laughs> I know. It's it's the it's best fluffy. Name. All right, is this the one you did? This um, cat looking. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I did. If you Google "smug cat," you'll see where it came from. Oh wow! Yeah, and that one kind of blew up overnight. Look at that. <laughs> wow that's pretty good kelly yeah and that was just by accident why is he holding like a blade up to this cat Th- that's oh the never mind joke all right <laughs> so i don't it's like, get the okay. joke but all right that's fine I-, I don't know either it's like i saw that like that really looks like that one meme where you the guy's holding up a knife to the cat so g- go into the stickers okay there's some stickers that look like knives let's just edit this and bam there we go um and you can look at other people's kind of facebook page like and in-game photo pages too and see what other people have come up with and there was one of them that had me in stitches last night where the trash bag pokemon was by a campfire and the caption was praise the sun <laughs> on yours or on actual no Twitter? no this was somebody else this one had like ten thousand likes um that cat particular cat one only has like a thousand but that's the best one i've ever done uh, and the uh i will admit that the pokemon snap subreddit has kind of helped they, they certainly helped me try to figure out uh some of the shots but yeah that that's all i've done the past two weeks i have not i i haven't touched any of my other games Uh, my my birthday is coming up on Tuesday, and Vons might have like went through my Amazon wish list and spoiled me. So we'll see what else I'm going to be playing next week. <laughs> Jokes on you! He got you nothing. No, I know he got me something because he's <gasps> been sm- smug about stuff. Kelly, Kelly, look at what's on my screen. What's on my screen? What's on my? Oh yeah. <gasps> Which Elder Dragon starter would you choose? <laughs> Um, Camellios Teo- is the right answer. Oh, Teostra. Yeah, he's cuddly, I guess, other than the burning. Yeah, he looks like a uh, grumpy cat. Starting with a flying type, though, that'd be pretty powerful. Oh, he's only steel and dragon. Never mind. Mm. I'm going to say they're all dragons. Listen. Should be wind and dragon. All right, what are we talking about? Oh, what snap. have you been playing, Chris? I've been playing more Monster Hunter. Nobody cares anymore. What yeah, we bought. Mo- we mon hunted a little last night, so I guess I did play something else. I'm I'm Hunter Rank sixty nine. Nice, nice. Now you must quit playing. Nope. Uh, you can get forever. up to nine nine nine, so you can guess what my next goal is. Four twenty. You got it. Because <laughs> that's mature. All you got to do is once you hit that, you just change your your handle name. No thanks. Or twenty XXX. Sephiroth sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> um. I feel I feel bad. I already missed out on doing the whole um, Persona Four names meme. Because if I would if I would have known about that when you guys started, I would have made myself kanji. I swore we have a kanji. You might have. Yeah. Yeah. 
but you, you helped me fight Camellios last night. I did. I like Camellios. I really yeah. like his armor set. Is that the one that the neck does the thing that creeps no, me out? No, that's Kazu. Okay. Camellios is the one who um, cloaks. Oh, yeah. It's like Raymond from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, he does look... I thought that he looked like the Steve, Steve Buscemi character yeah. in that. Yeah. I think its name was Raymond, right? I forget what it's Randall. 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 Thank you. And then I couldn't remember, like... Does he get, like, comeuppance at the end, or is he turn into a good guy at the end? I no, he gets comeuppance. Oh, I felt bad, because I want... I think he could entertain kids. <sighs> oh, well. No, he got thrown into the trailer and then got beat up by the trailer park people. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Got him. <laughs> that's one of the few Pixar movies that they did a prequel to instead of a sequel, yep. so... Oh, that's Monster University, right? Yeah. I liked that movie. Yeah. It was all right, but it's like, I want more story, not less, not before story. I don't know. The, the whole prequel bothered the crap out of me because they were talking about the energy crisis, and I'm like, if you just make the kids laugh, there you go. But they don't Spoil- know. They don't know Spoilers. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Like one act, one slip off, and they figure out figure out that laughter works better, and it just kind of undoes the whole movie. But that's why prequels don't work sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Monster Hunter. So when's the next big content patch? End of the month, usually. I don't know. Let's see. You know, what? I don't think they've announced Monster I... Hunter three point are you on 2.0 now? Yeah. What did 2.0 add? Uh, the three Elder Dragons, um, some new some new Rampages, some additional Hunter rank to 999. It used to be capped at 8. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cap went from 8 to 999. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Did you get credit for stuff that you did at you 8? You did, yes. So when you first do the unlock to 20, you can actually, depending on how much you've done, you could jump right to 20, and then even further beyond as you keep doing the unlocks. So. Cool. He was teaching me that you power level pretty quickly by doing high-level rampages. Um, they're getting mad at somebody in our rampages that apparently wasn't doing it doing it right. So we don't know when the next one will be. We think it's the end of May. Uh, that's what this page is saying, and that's what I remember from when I last did this research. And it will have the new the proper ending, the actual resolution to the story, because there's actually the story is you get the first credit roll at the end of single player, but then there's no credit roll at the end of multiplayer, and the story isn't really completed. So 3.0 will actually be the end of yeah, the game. The, and that's the, when Phil should actually review it. No. The, that's when the twin girls go all Mothra maidens, that's, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there you go. Should, should we be concerned that the ending actually isn't in the retail version of the game? I mean, that's that's gaming in the modern era. I mean, at least they have a single-player ending with credits. But, yeah, I, this game was released unfinished. And I got to say... It doesn't feel so bad on this game. I know this is a thing that 
I don't know how to feel about it because like we're supposed to be very critical about companies who do that nowadays because it's just becoming more and more of a crutch that people do. But I don't feel like I don't have a full game experience here and I don't feel like I don't have something fun to play. I've been putting time into it. So I'm very conflicted because the game is obviously not done and yet I'm still playing it and enjoying it. And I don't feel like it's broken or incomplete as far as a play experience. So Mm -hmm. what does that mean? (laughs) It's like they're getting away with it, I think is what it means. (laughs) I mean, yeah, at least it was the multiplayer. And I know that multiplayer has to be tweaked constantly. And I mean, I mean, yeah, it's another conflict. I I feel like you're right that we should be a little bit angry that they released it unfinished. But what was there was amazing. And I mean, if they are making the scientists, it, it would be different. Oh, I don't even know how to think about this. I like the, the time that we're waiting is not long, right? And it's a reasonable amount of time to actually do the content between the patches. And then in a few months, like this is a non-issue, all the patches will be there and like it's all done, right? Well, not even a few months, two months after release, all the things will be there. But, um, nope, where's the other half of my thought? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where did it go? Maybe it's not so bad if an unfinished game, if they release an unfinished game, as long as it isn't buggy as hell. That's something. I lost the other half of my thought. It's on the ground somewhere. (laughs) Maybe when you um, carve the monster, you'll find it. Oh, no. All right. So, Jonathan, what have you been playing? It's my turn. Um, so, since I haven't been on a while, several things. Uh, most recently, I got to play some DLC that I can't really talk about because I guess I reached out because I don't know how they got my information. Maybe from Kickstarter. But I got to test and report on DLC and they'll give you money for it. So, I was all down with that. Um so that actually, that I was playing Fire Emblem Three Houses again, and then I paused that to switch to this because where I needed to play, I didn't have a save, so I had to start from the beginning. Um, but that probably took about a better part of a week. But I need to get back to Fire Emblem Three Houses. I played that a while, you know, right when it released. I enjoyed it, but for some reason I got I got distracted, run something else, you know, story of my RP gaming life and. And now I'm trying to get back to it because, like, you know what? I, I never, never wouldn't finish that game. So, enjoying that again. It's still kind of early on. Uh, I think what ended up what ends up happening is all that like run around the cathedral stuff or the monitor, whatever it's called. Some kind of what's that main? What's your, that main place called? The uh, the monastery. Yeah, monastery. It just takes so much time sometimes, and it starts to get really repetitive. I think that's what starts dragging me down. Um, I've also been playing a lot of MechWarrior Online again. They recently um, did an overhaul of like all the weapons, and it's the first time they've had such a major patch in, in years. And several of the people I play Tabletop Infinity with um, also play. So it's kind of one of those we'll, you know, I go through and scroll that the Discord. If they're in playing, we'll jump in and, you know, it's really easy to pick up and play for a few matches, or you can play a couple hours either way. And 
Jonathan, still... you should check out the stream at twitch.tv slash HerbieGamer because I put up my um, Three Houses crests that I bought from my friend Jupy. Mm, nice. I see that. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you what you're what you're cross stitching there. Uh it's a surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the 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 downside of doing a Tetris cross stitch is if I finish any of the lines, they'll disappear. Hey <laughs> Yeah, I saw the I saw a recent video on Tetris how they there's those new techniques to to get even better. And it's like tapping your fingers on the D-pad so it allows you to hit left and right faster. And like, so the big trick in getting really good Tetris is how well you can manipulate just going side to side and and hitting exactly where you need to go. It's pretty fascinating. People that play at the Grandmaster level use joysticks. Well, you know, I don't know. Whatever I was saying, it's like they use NES pads and they had to like tap the sides of it. So it's like the same where you tap the controller, you like put one part on your knee, and you tap underneath it with two hands like you drum it, and you hold your finger over the D-pad instead of pressing the D-pad. That's how you like rapid tapping. That allows you to go left and right really quick. It's really strange. I don't know. You could check it out, but I, I was like, wow, they really get into these techniques about playing Tetris. Um, but anyway, so yeah, NWO and those three houses things look really cool. Is that like a... A homemade thing or what? Yeah, so um, she's actually a friend of the site. Uh, her name is Jupy. If you check her out on Etsy, her um, store name is Jupy Poopy. J-U-P-Y-P-O-O-P-Y. <laughs> and she does plushies and enamel pins. <laughs> hey, I think that's a video I watch, Chris. But yes, that sounds really cool about Jupy. I'll have to check her out. <laughs> <laughs> I like this video because it's showing me like the the hyper tapping person. It's like, how do I do this? <laughs> yeah, then there's like a new way. Watch, I'll show you. Then yeah, this is the same exact video I watched. It's really cool. I like this. People who could hyper tap. I was because I'm sitting here trying to work out what you're describing with this hyper tapping. I can't do it, and it's like, oh, okay. Neither can most other people. <laughs> yes. Well, no. I- in in the Venn diagram of people who play Tetris at a high level and people who can hyper tap is exactly three insane names. people. <laughs> Well, it's like eight now or something. You just keep watching. Whatever. Oh, okay. There's cool. a new thing that's beyond hyper tapping. Oh, that's okay. what I'm talking about. But I couldn't believe there's like these specialized techniques called hyper tapping D and all this just to play NES Tetris. But I shouldn't be surprised, really. You know. Uh, I mean, infinite spin or nothing. <laughs> uh, well, then... they're playing. This is for. Um, oh, Kelly. Just to be clear. Uh, what you're talking about is modern Tetris, and I know they're talking I, about uh, this video is all about techniques for NES Tetris. So I, I know with Tetris without infinite spin is impossible to me and my feeble brain. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what infinite spin I is, know. right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and this is it's really cool. It, to me, just the 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 eye hand coordination of just getting the brick where you want it and knowing what's coming up that's you know obviously high level but then to master this technique to get fine tuning on that it's just kind of blows my mind a little bit yeah it's rolling is what it's called and this yeah so uh while you're watching that i also played a lot of darkest dungeon and i really got into darkest dungeon it's my kind of style of game 
it's pretty tough at times. Uh, I like the rogue elements to it. Um, building up your squad, the difficulty, and then like the atmosphere of it's pretty unique and uh, kind of grimy, and that's just different. Uh, but however, I got towards the end, and I kind of got frustrated with doing some of the last end bosses and some of the annoying punishing mechanics it gets to. Uh, so I don't know if I'll actually go back to finish it, but I probably put at least 20-something hours into it. Uh, have any of you played Darkest Dungeon? Nope. Chris is watching NES. I've, I've only heard of it. Um, I am told that like managing other uh, characters' stress levels is very stressful to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I found... Well, the first trick was... I kept dying really early on. I was like, man, this game's really tough. Why? And then it's because you have to keep the torches up. So if you keep your light up all the way, you usually don't get too stressed. But I, there's a few runs I got where you fight some enemies that, or some bosses that may mostly deal damage in the form of just stressing out your characters. So mm-hmm. every now and then it's rough. But it more got to the point of just not being able to either deal enough damage or heal enough to keep my guys alive in some of the higher difficulties. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I feel like I need to go and beat it just because I enjoyed it so much. And, but it's one of those, if I get away from it too long, could I go back? So, I, and it, without like restarting from the, from scratch and then get halfway done because I've already been there, done that. So we'll see what happens, I guess. But, that's mostly what I've been playing. Um, I've actually been pretty swamped with work and having to work in the evenings and such. So, some there was a couple weeks there where I didn't get much gaming in, and and busy weekends. My my brother moved in town and helped him move and went fishing and all good. That's why I missed that one podcast. I couldn't go. But that's it for me. I think uh, Anna, you're the last one. All right. I have been playing, I guess, two previous games that I've talked about and one new game. I'm excited about the new game. All right. So I I have been streaming Yakuza Like a Dragon. And I stream every morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Um, I've also slowly been playing World of Warcraft um, with my friend Vale. And he kind of messages me and is like, I need to stay awake for the next hour. Can you come play WoW with me? And it's like, yes, let's go do world quests. So I'm up to Renown almost, the. I want to say I'm really close to 40 at this point. I can't remember what the max Renown rank is. I think it's 40. Oh, okay. I'm pretty close to finishing my Renown. And then I'll have to actually work on, you know, the story of my covenant. Because I haven't totally finished that. So I am, I level 168. So if I keep going at the pace that I'm at this week, I will be raid level worthy. Because you have to be at least 170 to do um, LFR. So I'm kind of excited for that. It's been a very slow burn this expansion. Did you see that TBC Classic is June 1st? Yes. And people are losing their minds because the fee to split their characters is $35. 
Free to do what? So what happened when they announced Classic Burning Crusade is they announced that there will be a one-time option at the start of Burning Crusade where you can split your character and you retain one duplicate on the Classic server on Vanilla. And then you get a copy sent to the Burning Crusade Classic server. And people were like, cool, it's going to be like $10, right? And no, it's 35 Oh, so they're not, I, I, my friend's been trying to get me to come back in to play TBC, but I didn't know you couldn't just continue your classic character into it. You totally can. Okay. <clears throat> Isn't there also a fee for duplicating a character, too? Or no, for boosting a character, too? Yes. Is it still 60 bucks? It's not 60. But, like, people are also upset because the... No, if you want to boost... No, there is, like, a big fee for boosting another one. Yeah, if you want to get a character-level boost, it's, I think, $40. uh, Okay. Cool. On the classic servers. Um, But people are also really expensive because the Burning Crusade Digital Edition is 80 bucks. Yeah, Why? I'm not really happy that the classic games are getting exclusive content now. Yeah, boost to level 58 for 39.99 with the Dark Portal Pass. Yep. You cannot use it on Blood Elves or Drain Eye. Yep. You get to choose to clone your characters or not when you log in, blah 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 blah. Um wow. Yeah, in-game cosmetics that weren't available when TBC originally launched. That's weird. Sounds like a really bad idea to not be able to tra- just continue your WoW Classic character on the Burning Crusade without having to do that. I what? thought that was just naturally. Oh, no, 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 $35 and and get both clone your character once uh, on vanilla once on burning crusade and you, so you ask, have to why do they it. have the why do they have the fee for the cloning i guess this is something that most people don't understand i'm one of them but over the years i've gotten the impression from blizzard that if they don't put these fees to gate some of these features it will lead to abuse of the system in ways we don't really understand normally Either that or they're just greedy. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think it's part greedy. column A and part column B because we know that they've lost something like 20% of their um, subscription base in the last three years, but yet their revenue's up 17%. Services, baby. Microtransactions. Yeah, wow tokens. Yep. I mean, let me play the smallest violin for the world of the world for, for Bobby, uh, Kotick. Bobby Kotick. <laughs> Slashed his pay in half, even though he's still entitled to a big bonus. Oh, wow. So they've got new... Look at these mounts. Wow. Those are cool looking. They're not from... Are those from Draenor? No. I don't recognize these these mounts at all. They look like warp stalkers to me. We awakened phase hunters. So they are like warp stalkers, I guess. All right. So, I, you know, I, it is kind of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
I think the fees to do some of this stuff could be a little bit more reasonable. Yes. I, I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm with a lot of people on this and that I recognize that some sort of gate, gatekeeping, no pun intended, is required to minimize the amount of abuse that goes on with these sort of products. But also, $35? Are you kidding me? By the way, these mounts are not flying mounts. Of course not. Well, people, because it costs money, they're happy that the mount at least um, will be normal riding speed if you're normal riding, epic riding speed if you're epic riding, but then it won't turn into flying once you train flying speed. Correct. Which kind of garbage, since it's a premium mount. Yeah, and all the premium welcome to mounts... Burning Crusade. What do you mean? This is Burning Crusade classic mount, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the original mounts that you got were were not converted mounts. Yeah. I know. It does doesn't one of them go to retail though? Oh, does it? Yeah, I think that's why I wanted they're so expensive is because you get one in TBC Classic, and then you get a different colored one in retail. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I'm sure the retail one does whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I. I'm not subbed right now, so I really don't care. You're right, I don't know for sure. We'll see. But it's fine. Oh, I don't even care about this. Like, we, we should I, leave the complaining to people uh, who care. I kind of do. But, like, for me with this, I got tired of Classic for the world buff grind and the lack of um, multiple specs being viable. Mm-hmm. So in in-game... If you're a class, you basically had to go with one spec, and then you couldn't dual spec. So, if you wanted to PvP and do PVE as well, you had to keep respecking and changing. It's annoying. So, I, if I, I'm pretty sure TBC is dual. Uh, that's when they introduced dual specking, which is a huge plus, and then you don't have to rely on all those world buffs and such. So that part is really appealing to me, but just getting sucked back into WoW again, like I was, is not appealing. How did we even get on to Burning Crusade Classic? Because we were talking about me playing WoW. Oh, okay. Right. And I I will care in two years when Wrath Classic comes out and has a special mount that will happen. And (laughs) I will be happy to do a bunch of the stuff when WoW Retail comes out. (laughs) Or when TB, I'm sorry, when Wrath of the Lift King Classic comes out. Because you know if they're going to do it. Of course. And I will probably be there. I was actually kind of sort of debating maybe doing classic TPC. I have so many good memories, but again, it's much like when I was playing classic classic. Do I have good memories because I enjoyed the game or do I have good memories because I enjoyed the people I was playing with? I definitely had good memories. Right. I had good memories when I because I was enjoying the game, but it was also when I was like freshly dating Vaughn, and when we couldn't see each other at work, that's where we would go and hang out together. And yeah, um, my new game this week. Oh, I've been playing more Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, but my new game this week is Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. So much fun with this game. And the thing that is super interesting to me, and maybe not as interesting to other people, is the game is available in Canadian French. 
And so I've been playing, I mean, as someone who doesn't translate, but does editing and localization, to me, this is so interesting because by the time I get to a game script, it's already been translated and I'm moving the raw translation into something that's readable. Or I'm taking something that's had a first pass and editing it to be, you know, real words. And so I don't get to see the difference between the source language and the new language. But with Age of Calamity, I'm using French voice acting and English subtitles. And Age of Calamity. Turn, turn, turn. And Sorry. since I know both languages well, it's really, really interesting to me to see how small choices make a big difference in what's happening in a scene. And like, oh, yeah, I, I totally get why they did that particular change. Or, hmm, that kind of makes this scene hit a little differently in French versus in English. So this was the game I was obsessed with at the beginning of the year. Yes. Was my obsession justified? Oh, yeah. It's good. Good. I, Who's your main? Uh, Link. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I know you talked about using bird brain a lot. I'm not mm -hmm. a fan. So I play Link. He's over level 50 at this point. And not my second 50. character is Mifa. Yeah, she's a good, um, a good agility character. Yes. And it's great because in French, she's like very teehee giggly. Mm -hmm. And so... She when she like takes over a fort or something, she basically goes, Teehee, I win. And it's amazing. Also, baby side on. Yep. Is my precious cinnamon roll. I will protect him forever. If anything ever happened to him, you would kill everybody in the room and then yourself. Yes. I love him. He's so itty bitty and he smiles. He has this smile like he does as an adult. He doesn't talk. I, I'm trying. Well, is it a spoiler to talk about who shows up later? Um, well, at the moment, I have been doing missions to unlock the fairy fountains. Okay. So I think you mentioned that you're able to play the great fairy once you um, do all of those challenges. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. That's I gonna be fun. Yeah, it it was late game before I unlocked the fairy fountain, so I didn't really touch those characters that much. I mean, I'm in chapter four. How many chapters are there? Uh, I want to say six or eight. Okay. Now, now I need need to look it up because I'm not sure. Um, and I liked Birdbrain. Um, Ravi, Rav, Ravioli, Ravioli. <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Ravioli. Yeah, Ravioli. 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 I, I like Ravi, Ravioli better. But um, I liked him because when you're grinding a lot of um, money in that one map where it's one hit and you die. Um, he's really good for taking out all those dudes just before they even get near you. 
Mm. Yeah, I have trouble aiming him. Yeah, I can see that. But the other bird character you get later on is even better than he is. So there's there's a lot of time travel going on in this game. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Um, and I I was actually wrong. It's seven chapters. Oh, okay. So I'm halfway through chapter four, I believe. And actually, now that I think about it, I used Empa a lot because when you get really good with her ability to duplicate herself, she can just wreck things. So I I have been practicing and I can pretty consistently keep her at three or five clones. Maybe, wait, what's the max? Four? Is it two mm-hmm. on each side? Yeah, I can keep her pretty consistently at, at like four clones. Yeah. So I'm very proud of myself for that. So she's my third character. The dilemma that I have with her right now is I haven't found a good weapon for her. I've I've kind of been improving a rando one that I found, but like I feel like I found a good unique spear for Mifa and a good pair of maracas for Hesta uh what is his name? Hesta? Uh-huh. And uh a good shake a slate for Zelda, but I haven't somehow found a good blade for Impa. And so it bums me out. Um what 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 chapter did you say you were on again? Partway through four. So I wouldn't stress too much about weapons until the seventh chapter because you'd eventually um unlock the ability to like remove remove stuff and put stuff into weapons where you can customize it pretty well. Okay. So you can do a lot with weapons at end game. Excellent. Cause yeah, I accidentally fused um, high resale value onto, I can't remember whose weapon. And I'm just like, Oh, that's taking up a slot. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get, you'll get the ability to remove that later and put whatever you want in there. Good, good, good. And yeah, just sell those high resell weapons as soon as you can because they they're obviously worth good money. Yes. So add in a quick uh correction. The anime man uh messaged me and dual specking is not until Wrath of the Lich King, so no. that's, yeah. that's what I thought. It's a little bit I couldn't remember which one, but so that's a kind of a bummer. Yeah. And I, it wasn't in the form we know until much later, right? Yeah. So, well, we could just spec all the time. Where you just keep swapping back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, is I think Burning Crusade changed it so that you... So, I remember at some point, every time you changed your spec, the cost went up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still and it, the case in Wrath. Really? Until they added dual spec, which was partway through yep. Wrath. Oh, lame. Okay. And yep. then... Even then, forget how, I think each time you change one of the two specs, the cost would still go up. But I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So if you respect one of your specs, right. that costs money. And switching can only be done at a trainer. trainer, right? Yep. Yeah. But I mean, flipping was it a trainer, and- or could you? I thought you could get there was that new um, profession that you could get it. And I thought you used. Oh, it. yeah. I think you use it in script. Yeah. I think you use one of those mats, and they can make them for you, and you swap it. I don't, I don't know. My memory's so. kind of fuzzy. Yeah. 
it was a grim war of something. Yeah. They, I, they I think that's that. in Cataclysm. And then they they that's either late wrath or cataclysm, and then they add the ability to just do it when you're in town or whatever. B- BFA, he says. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I'm sorry. Um, so the grimoire was in BFA. The dual specking still costs money, and the max gold was fifty gold per respect if you maxed it out. There you go. Thanks, gosh. Sam. Because. Because I remember spending the thousand gold on a couple of my characters to unlock dual specking back in the day, oh, yeah. and then they lowered it to like ten gold at one point, and people were pissed naturally. And I was like, "Eh, you benefited from it." Yeah, yeah I mean, you got it early. Yeah, whatever. Can and... we get into the feedback? Yes, because <laughs> I want to play today. more Age of yeah. Calamity. <laughs> All right. So our question of the week, you punted it forward again, Chris, which was, yep. have you played a Yakuza game? Yes. All right. Read the answers. Well, I don't have them up. Do you? Nope. Oh, okay. Answer number one. I played the first chapter of Yakuza 0 full, a few weeks ago. I really, really liked it, but got distracted and haven't progressed further. Definitely want to get back to it, but man, those story scenes are long. That's from Crawl. Yeah, so where I'm at in Yakuza Like a Dragon, they actually um, kick you out of the story scenes every X amount of time and so that you can like pause and save and get a drink and go pee. And I'm like, hey, this is really good game design. <laughs> Carry on. Shaman wrote in and said, I haven't actually played a Yakuza game. My PS4 ownership coincided with the launch of Zero, which I've been told is the only way to start, but I never got around to it. It's not the only way to start. The plan was to get a Series S with the all-access and uh, gamer pass and use it to play through at least zero, but it fell through. Boo. Yeah, it's hard to get an Xbox right now. And Mr. Featherhoof says, question of the week. I've never played or even seen a Yakuza game. One of the reasons I haven't bought it like a dragon yet is every time it's up for purchase consideration, my lack of Yakuza knowledge and fear of missing references and in-jokes always makes me pick whatever option B is at that time. I mean, Yakuza Like a Dragon is my first Yakuza, and I don't feel like I'm missing anything. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And you're having a really fun time, I can oh, tell. Yeah. You're always giggling from the other room while you're streaming that. Yes. He streams it while I'm working, so it's like, oh, I'm missing all the Yakuza fun. And then I come out there and she's managing a multinational corporation with a chicken. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't need this right now. But it's a giant chicken. You don't understand. It's not even giant. It's just a normal chicken. It's a rooster. Yes. Omelet. Omelet. Oh, hello. Omelet is like a pro employee. Don't, Don't diss on the omelet. That is the best name for a chicken. Um, <laughs> he he needs a sibling. In, or he in needs zero, a cow. The chicken is named Nugget. Uh, he needs a cow sibling named Du Fromage. Oh God! Omelette Du Fromage. Well, you can summon omelet. Yeah. Oh, um. Cool. Yeah, he becomes a pound mate. All right. She. I mean, it's weird. Whatever it they is. they call it a girl, but it's a rooster. <laughs> right. well it's either rooster or a hen regardless it is your friend 
Look, maybe that chicken is non-binary. You yeah, don't know. You don't okay, know. that's fair. <laughs> right. I'm I'm currently editing a book where the dire griffin is probably transgender. Yeah, the dire griffin. Yes. Uh, I don't want to know. Dire griffins are leaders. Are they larger than other griffins? Yes. Are they slightly longer than your average griffin or Opinicus? Yes. <laughs> well, talk about wow deep cuts. Never mind. What's your most anticipated June or July game release? Is our next so, question of the week. This is crazy. Uh, the summer in the last few weeks went from well, there aren't really that many games coming out to oh my god, there's like sixteen games every week. We need reviewers. I gotta say, what all do I have pre-ordered? I think I have Disgaea two, or no, I'm sorry, Disgaea six on NAS store, Monster Hunter Stories on GameStop, and then something else on Amazon right now, all pre-ordered. Well, and SMT Nocturne is May 25th, so it's right before yeah. June and July. But like, hang on, let me go over to my spreadsheet. I might need to Master like start a spreadsheet. Right. Coming out in June, we have oh, I guess we just want RPGs. We got Elder Scrolls Online: Gates of Oblivion. Um, is Monster Harvest Harvest count? I don't think so. Yes. Oh, okay. Monster Harvest, Chivalry Two probably doesn't count. Uh, Edge of Eternity that counts. Elder Scrolls Online: Gates of Oblivion just said Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Um, Dark Alliance. Legend of Mana and Disgaea 6 in June. Oh, there's more. So um, from my spreadsheet, ahead. I have um Chris Tale on July 20th. <laughs> Last stop in July 2021. Legend right. of Random Meme. I just on... said June. Now you're giving me July games. Let me get through July. Oh, okay. You cut me off. I'm like, oh, you missed all these games. Like, they're not even in June. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These well, two must not on. be married. Yeah. All right. Let me do my July list. Then you can do your better July list. Okay. Um, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Rings of Ruin. Wings of Ruin. I said rings. Uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Not an RPG, but it's Zelda, so we cover it. Chris Tales. Um, the Great Ace Attorney Adventures. Not an RPG, but Anna's going to play it. <laughs> Neo, The World Ends With You? Yes. Counts, right? <sighs> you know right. what sucks? What? Great Ace Attorneys oh. and Neo end up coming out on the same oh, day. No. Yeah, I have that pre-order on Best Buy. Oh, it looks like Ease 9 comes out for Switch and PC. Yep. Eh, um, already played it. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis apparently scheduled for June? I don't think that's going to stick. All right. And then what else, what else did I miss, Anna? Now fill me in. Um. All right. So my list... Um, the Silver Case Bundle comes out July 9th. That's not RPGs either. It's a visual novel. We'll cover it in Adventure Corner. Yeah. So yeah, um, my list of things that I specifically want is Chris Tales on July 20th, um, Last Stop in July 2021, Legend of Mana Remake June 24th, Mario Golf June 25th, um, Neo The World Ends With You July 27th, Ace Attorney Chronicles July 27th, um, sports story is apparently still pegged as summer 2021. Oh, whatever. Um, and then the silver case bundle is July 9th. 
Oh, and uh, Nina Aquila, Legal Eagle. Okay, you just listed a bunch of things that are either already out or aren't RPGs. Well, they're RPG adjacent. The I'll Nina cover Aquila them for the thing, site. The Nina Aquila thing's already out. No, so Nina Aquila, Legal Eagle, the Steam edition, the bundle, oh, is okay. coming out in summer. In yeah. fact... Um, the dev, I was on a stream watching someone play a game and the dev was there and the dev was like, July 27th was our original target release date. Okay. It's an Ace Attorney style game. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a bad date. To yeah. Pick. So they were targeting July 27th and then the world it. ends with you. And then on top of that, Ace Attorney Chronicles. Yeah. Don't so they were out. like, nope. yeah, we had to decide to move that. Yep. It's really hard to find a release date for games. There's is Mario Golf going to be an RPG this time? Yes, time? yes. It is? Yes. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. It's from Camelot, but they stopped making Mario Gardoth Golf RPGs a while ago. So well, the know. last one was on Game Boy Advance, and it was really good. Are you kidding me? I, I, I said... The last Mario Golf was on 3DS. What are you talking about? No, no, no. About? The last Mario Golf RPG was okay. on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And in fact, I couldn't believe it. But that's what my point. They don't make RPGs in this franchise anymore. Well, this one looks like an RPG. All right. Tam says Caligula Effect 2 is coming out this summer as well. Oh, that's right. Um, That doesn't have a firm release date, though. I'm actually looking forward to the Mass Effect thing. I'm kind of thinking about replaying that like next week. This week? Oh, well, it's May. That's not June yeah. or July. Summer. Or spring, late spring. I don't know what you call May. I'm tempted. So it's really know. funny. We had to have a pretty long conversation about whether anybody on the stream team wanted to tackle the Mass, Mass Effect, Effect trilogy yeah. because the problem is is some of the music is now owned by a different company. And so um, or there, there was a couple of sponsored streamers that got copies of the game and their um vods got um twanged lame yep like who's really gonna yeah it's absurd who's gonna get on twitch to watch live just so they can listen to that song that's not why they're watching it but it's so goofy they mass effect one and two music is being claimed by warner brothers because they bought the movie rights yes that makes no freaking sense correct. whatsoever because they won't use that music in the movie correct <sighs> whatever warner brothers being warner brothers that's on youtube not on twitch no the vods are getting twanged they're getting oh, muted gosh yeah not the live it's the vods yep thanks warner <laughs> Your douches. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Tell us what June-July games you're looking forward to. Who, me? No. Well, I meant the the audience, but... Sorry. You, too. No, I was just... I was crunching the numbers, you know, putting all these in a spreadsheet so that I could keep track of them. And I'm noticing that the ones that I've ordered are spread out enough that I'm not sure if it's going to be a conflict or not. Because SMT is May 25th. Disgaea 6 is um, June 29th. Monster Hunter Stories 2 is July 6th. And then World Ends With You Neo is July 27th. You're going to have to be chop-chop on top of these. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I guess there's no room for backtracking, apparently. (laughs) 
Nope. Uh, no oh games only. Gods. Oh, ye gods, I'm not going to be playing Legend of Dragoon anytime soon, even though I said I was going to put myself through that. Oh, please save yourself. No. Whoa, I got hot info for y'all. Hot what? info. What? From one of the developers who works on Mass Effect Legendary Edition. He's a global community. I think he's a community manager. Um, Alec Andrew Johnson says, as of 12 hours ago, we're aware of concerns some content creators have voiced around potential DMCA claims for Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and we're hopeful this should get resolved around the game's launch. We're just as excited as you to see fans streaming the game again, music and all. With that said, we know this is important, so we'll keep you updated as soon as we have more information. Yeah, that sounds like a community manager thing to say. But at least they've acknowledged it, and they said we're trying to fix it. That's which is good. more than we usually hear from anything out of EA. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, the, the, the reason why I was crunching the numbers was because I was wondering if I need to switch one of these to PS4 so that I could have simultaneous games going on at the same time. Because I noticed that if I tried to do that with the Switch, I end up just sticking with one. See Bravely Default 2 and Monster Hunter Rise. Because we all saw what won that fight. Uh, Monhun. Yeah. Mon is this Hun. coming to um all... E uh, oh, sorry. Still talking about Monhun. Sorry. I'm no, thinking about fine. Mass Effect still. I want to know if it's coming to Game Pass. I don't know if anything has been Probably not, else. right? Okay, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. I, I am also not 100% sure if my uh, other pre-order for Monster Hunter Stories 2 got cancelled or not. Well, you can always flip it. Yeah, I could either flip it or because it's GameStop, just take it back to the physical location. What? Why would is, you go to a store? If Played there is still the one by the time it comes out. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Post-apocalyptic GameStop. Yeah. It's just a hole in the ground filled with Funko Pops. <laughs> oh, Chris. And I've also got Tales of Horizons uh, September or when did they say that was coming out? Because Amazon doesn't have December? the right release date. I, I thought, thought that was... they announced a release. Yeah, isn't it December? I could have sworn it was September. Hang on. We had a new story about this, but... Tales September of... 10th. Why did I think it was December? September 10th, 2021. Yeah. Because they announced the PS5 version along with that. Also, you remember when I said that I was going to try to get a PS5 by June? I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're still trying. Are you really? Uh, yeah. I, All right. I can. We'll talk later, but I was going to get one the other day. I already have one. And I can what are we buy them at retail. And Wait, what are we buying? PS5s? Yeah. So, what? Where are people so getting next PS5s? Time I get one, so. Uh, okay, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. We, 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 we'll um, talk. We'll talk. Prioritize talk. Chris and Anna because I might be making another talk. extraneous purchase for birthday money this week. We got too much money and not enough sense. Wait. Hey, look, I need a Risen 3D printer. No, 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 no. I said we, not you. You've oh. got plenty of sense. Oh, okay. You don't. You don't waste your money. You know how to be fiscally responsible. And only Chris spend does it on not 3D know how printers. to be fiscally responsible. I'm fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> He says, as in August, I pre-ordered three different Monhun plushies from Big 
Did you get the big one? Did you get the big doggy? Did you find the big doggy somewhere? No, I didn't. I didn't want the big doggy. I've got no space for that, but I did get the the space uh, is your lap. The no, have you not seen my pictures, Chris? I get cats in my lap. They just get pissed. (laughs) I want to see them fight with your your monster underdog. No, I I did the the marshmallow and you put it on Vaughn's keyboard and have the tail drape off the side of the desk. No, because then his cat will just start destroying things in his <laughs> office in protest, and then he'll blame me. I love it. Sounds like marriage. I love it. Yes, yes, it does. It very much does. <laughs> and okay. wow, my gaming schedule is booked until October, apparently. Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be on EA Play Pro on PC, but not on Game Pass at launch. EA Play Pro is not part of the Game Pass thing. so I have that too, though, so I get to play that. Oh, there you go. But yeah, just yesterday, I had another PS5 in my cart, and I just let it go because I couldn't find anyone that wanted it in time. Oh. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get you one Where are you getting these? Time. I've been clicking. Was this off the Best Buy one? Yep. Okay. Well, I get them on uh, Discord. There's a Discord. That's how I got my 3080 and my PS5. All right, we need to talk. I need to join these Discords. All right, moving on. It's time for we have um, well, editorial content. Expensive editorials. computer equipment. So um, Alex revered like uh, Yakuza like a dragon, and I thought that he rage quit this game and ended up YouTubing the ending. No, he he oh. he went back. Oh, he powered it. through. Yep. Okay. That's what I thought because like he had. I know you guys have to finish games to review them. That's like, wait yep. a minute. What? <laughs> um, yeah, give it a four out of five. Um, big surprise. The downside is the awful dif- difficulty spikes. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that because right now I am super over leveled, and at some point I'm just going to hit a point where I am going to get my arse handed to me. You have it uneasy. You'll be fine. Eh. Apparently not. All right. Apparently the difficulty spike is difficult across the board. But it has a fantastic cast, a great attention to detail, and the presentation meshes turn-based combat with Yakuza's usual violence. I, I've i got to get this game and play it at some point. It looks so fun. Well, and they announced this week that um, moving forward... The Yakuza series is going to be continue to be turn-based, and that the old action RPG style of the previous Yakuza games was going to be moved uh, specifically to the Judgment series, which will be uh, in the news later. Yes. So you played uh, an adventure an adventure game, but I thought this was a platformer. You yes. played Save Me, Mister Taco. Yeah, so, I mean, this gets marketed as an RPG. It's not really. Okay. It's basically Kirby's Dreamland. With a surprisingly deep and political story for a game about octopuses. And the screenshots look like they're cross-stitch patterns. Yeah, so the screenshots are like, it's straight-up Game Boy palette. And you can play it in classic Game Boy Green, or you can rotate with the shoulder buttons amongst a bunch of different palettes. And honestly, my only complaint, <laughs> I am there. 
Uh, my my only kind of real complaint is I don't feel like they did great queuing on some of these palettes because my favorite palette is this really nice purple one. Mm-hmm. And you get to this section of the game where um, part of the world is covered in a dark miasma and only a couple of the palettes are workable in the dark miasma. So I ended up having uh, to switch to brown for a while. So it's fun. It's hard. They they added a new difficulty. Can't be mode. that hard. You beat it. Well, it took a while, and there were some levels. So this is the definitive edition. Where was the original one released? Um, on Switch and um Steam, but it was published by Nicholas. And gotcha. they refused uh, to patch it because it wasn't making its money back. Oh, I I was about ready to ask when I saw the thing that was the unfortunate publishing deal in your article. I was like, is that who I think it is? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> ah, thank you. Sorry, Vaughn scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so now it's being published. It's self-published on Steam. And the... Uh, console version is being handled by limited run games. So there will be a physical coming in the near future or a digital available now. Cool. All right. Let's so, pick up the pace. We got a lot to get through. All right. Carry yeah. on. Backlog of um, the year? Yes. Also me. So yes, I did my April seat. check-in. Um, I bought more games than I finished. So my backlog grew. Bad me. Next. Did you finish Regalia? Uh, yes. Oh, right. You did. But you didn't get the best ending. There is no best ending. I like that game. Did you like it? I did. I broke the combat. I made it really <laughs> easy. So I set it on easy, and then I cranked the damage of enemies all the way down and cranked my damage all the way up because I found the combat was really slow. Yeah, it is a little slow. So if you don't get a lot of satisfaction out of the slow combat, then it just drags the game down, huh? Yep. Hmm. So, sorry, sorry to sidetrack just a little bit. Anna, did you ever play Nexomon Extinction? No, I borrowed it from somebody on Platty. the site. Yes, Platty. Platty. And I, I have it sitting at the top of my backlog pile looking at me, staring uh, at me. But. My mother-in-law, Amazon, gifted it me for my birthday, and that's nice. what came in the mail. And that's why what, why Vaughn scared the crap out of me, because, like, wait, a package? Oh, ne- Nexomon. So, well, whether I you get... you and I will have to play that together. Yeah, whether I get to it or not anytime soon is going to be anyone's guess, but... Um, anyway, uh, so Scar, Ryan Radcliffe, has also been backlogging the year. Um, he's been doing the Wheel of RPGs backlog which i think is cool i, I need to watch I, i've been playing too much mon hunt with chris to be able to watch that on friday nights hey, i'm sorry what'd you say anna can't hear you Who, me yeah sure. i think my now can you hear me no you're still really quiet no we can hear okay. you you're, you're fine now you're fine now talk okay there That's you go better yep there i thought that i accidentally butt no, you but didn't button you. My... You just uh, okay. yeah messed up the alignment. It's cool. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, 
Scar has added a few new RPGs to his wheel because he'd finished Ease 3 and something else. Yeah, and um, Shadow Dawn? Shadowrun? Shadow, Shadow oh, Run. Shadow Run. That's it. Where is it? On the, I love read this Shadow article. Or, I read this article earlier. Well, which Shadow Run add... do you love? Oh, I love the old Genesis one. So he uh, he then... played the SNES one. Yeah, that's different good. games. Yeah. Wait, they're different games? Yes. Completely different games. What? <laughs> yeah, the Super NES one's kind of more point and clicky. Yes. Uh, single player true. where the Genesis one's more isometric and you get a couple people in your party. Oh, in totally different stories. Yeah, so he got someone in his party at like the very end of the game, and all he did was use her to bait dragon attacks. <laughs> So he has a straw. He had a straw poll for adding a new game to his wheel, and people pretty much voted for. It was down between Dragon Quest Three and Terra Enigma, and I wonder if Platy pushed it to Dragon Quest Three because that's new to his wheel now. Yes, I think Terra Enigma is the one he's going to add next, though. Yeah. Um. So just the new to me games he played are Bahamut Lagoon and Live a Live. Live um, Alive. Oh, Live Alive. I didn't know that's how you pronounced it. Yes. Is it Live Alive or Live Alive? It is Live Alive. It is the same uh, character for Live Twice. Okay. Um, and then Marvelous Another Treasure Island, uh, Mystic Arc, Record of Lotus War. The point Sailor is, go watch the, go watch the wheel. Yeah. Oh, yes. he streams Friday night at what five thirty Eastern? Maybe six thirty Eastern. Might be five thirty our time. Yes. I Why is there a Final right. Fantasy five shot? Um, that was the night that we got him really drunk. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, there was one night that. So here's the idea of uh part of the wheel. It, whichever game has the fewest number of wheel spins becomes the shot game for the week. And <laughs> there was one week um, that he was really close to finishing East 3, and there were two games that were lowest on the spins. And so all of us were throwing points at the channel just every time the... The, the spin was ready, yeah. yeah. And the, I think the spin was down to like five minutes that night. And so I think all said and done, he had to drink seven shots before yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> and it was a weeknight. He got really drunk. I sincerely hope that he drank water without with all of that. Yes. Yeah, he was eating food. Okay, and, good. And drinking non-alcoholic drinks. He's like, it's a good thing that I'm eating dinner with this, because uh, <laughs> otherwise I would be so wasted. But that is all of the editorials. Now we have the news. We have a Kickstarter check-in for Nadir. This is by Shockwork Games, and it's new. It's project, a roguelike deck builder drawing inspiration from Dante's Divine Comedy. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Uh, uh didn't we? Yeah. No, we talked about this when Braxton and Christopher came over. Oh, okay. That we Thank I you. think we got like an uh a review code for this or a review yeah. code for a demo. Yeah. And Alex Alex mailed it to everybody and I was like, mm, no this thanks. is a game that is not for me. 
So they're looking for 30,000 euro by May 29th. And those who pledge at least 18 euro will receive a digital copy of the game. They've got um, not that many euro yet. 4,100 out of 30,000. Let's see. What's the big reward? We always talk about the big reward. The Sin. Get Nadir's Steelbook. For physical rewards, shipping. Oh yeah, so you get a bunch of physical rewards. It's just 200 euros. Okay. So no design your own character no, for two none grand. Of that, no. None of that. Um, NIS Classics, another game in my summer of gaming, Game Again stuff, just got its release date announced. It will be August 31st, 2021, and it will include Phantom Brave, Phantom Brave and Soul Nomad. Um, the PC version of Soul Nomad and the World Eaters is going to release separately on August 31st. Oh, because I guess Phantom Brave is already on there, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. So this is the one you pre-ordered, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think Anna... Oh, no, I was going to pre-order the special edition on the NIS store and then saw that the much cheaper day one edition was on Best Buy and was like, screw those acrylic stands. I'm just going to get this version. <laughs> so can't wait to dive into those because I, I played Phantom Brave. I never played Soul Nomad, so I can't wait to check that one out. Um. We have a new dungeon crawler announced, Sonu Iso the Mage. I guess that's how you pronounce that. First person dungeon crawler. Yeah, grid based dungeon what crawler. What is this? Yeah. Very flat graphics in 3D. Uh, Very strange. Um, expected oh, to be launched uh, or is being developed for PC and Linux. And what is it expected to launch? I don't see. Later this year. So there's that. We've got Maiden Abyss, the binary star falling into darkness announced. Uh, this is an action RPG for the Made in the Abyss fantasy manga series and is being developed for PC, PS4, and Switch. Expected to launch in 2022. Yeah, this looks kind of cute. Made in the Abyss manga series. Oh. I've the series never is heard set of that around series. a giant hole in the earth named Abyss. Which holds remnants of a long gone civilization. Alright. So Cave Raiders venture into Abyss to get treasures, but are prone to suffering a potentially fatal affliction called the Curse of the Abyss. Okay, there you go. Now you have the background. Um, background. <clears throat> We've got a new beta available for Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous with a full release set for September. Cool. Let's see. This looks cool. All these. We're not D&D enemies, honest. <laughs> I was going to say, this looks like a Jonathan-style game. I was oh, pretty yeah. sure that Path or Wizards of the Coast owned Pathfinder as Wait, well as... Why is there a nah. Might and Magic combat screen? I'm so confused. Does this game have, like, multiple combat systems in it? <laughs> of course it does. Alright, whatever. We'll see. But yeah, it's set to release on September 2nd. Where is the information about the beta? I guess um, everybody that was... I'm blanking on this. What? The, oh, access is, uh, the beta access is available for those who back the game's Kickstarter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I guess that's going on right now. Or was. There was finally beta time. So I mean, we just like to let people know because it means the game's getting closer, that they're getting closer to your Kickstarter coming out, and you know, a lot of times there'll be streams of these betas, so keep an eye out for it if you care. Okie dokie. Um Punishing Grey Raven International release announced. This is I don't know what this is to, at all. A free to play title for iOS and Android. I oh, guess now it I'm was not a interested Japan, at all. Yeah, a Japan only game that's coming to the US. Set in a world ravaged by a biomechanical virus known as the Punishing, which takes control of synthetic life while destroying organic life. So Oh uh, cynical, Chris. Chris, I, lo- I thought you liked free-to-play iOS games. Isn't well, that your thing? How about the thing that there's a bunch of media here and not one single shot of gameplay? That's what the trailer's for? Nope. Trailer has no gameplay either. What? It's all anime intro type stuff. <laughs> and it's okay. just still shots for they the most part. Know. Yeah, it's there's no gameplay in-game anything. Nothing. Well, there you go. Um, are you guys excited about sort of the necromancer? Mm-hmm. It's a roguelike RPG. Well, it's getting yeah, a physical. That's the one release. that looks like uh, Zelda, right? Or Zelda? Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks yeah, like sort Zelda. Of. Yeah. But yeah, it's getting a physical release. The standard edition is going to be available for twenty nine euro, and the collector's edition for PS Four, which is going to contain a physical copy. Um, full color instruction booklet, 33-track original soundtrack, art book, eight IR cards, individually numbered collector oh, certificate. This is a different one that looks like Zelda. <laughs> um, collector's box and DLC download code. Yeah, this looks no more enamel like pens. Um, Moonlighter Moon than Lancer. it does Zelda. Yeah. Ah, uh, I Moon see. Lighter. I have this on my Switch wish list, but... Crown Trick, it kind of looks like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I downloaded the prologue on Steam, because I guess that's the demo. I don't know if it's like a separate story bit that's a demo, but I'm curious about it. We could play together. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to play a game like this with you. It doesn't look like I control you in it, so you'll be fine. Why don't we play It Takes Two instead? Oh, because then we have to actually come to grips with actual aspects of our relationship and talk and stuff. I don't want to do that. You just want to throw me <laughs> in the freaking lava! That's right! Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. What's next? Um, I, pa- I apparently opened the wrong news story because I had the release roundup when it should have been the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance remaster. They got a story. trailer, yeah. That's cool. Trailer. I like that game. This is um, the Dark Alliance remaster, not to be confused with Dark Alliance, a new Dark Alliance game coming out later this summer that we talked about. Yeah, earlier. I was, I was oh, confused goodness. too. <laughs> okay, I'm curious about this Dark Alliance remaster game now because it looks like kind of a Diablo bike. Uh, yeah, so those, yeah, this and the Champions and Orath series are kind of like um, a, a console Diablo series. That, that they it's yeah, I guess it's like Diablo. It's just isometric action. It's isometric. Isn't there loot though? There is, but it's not. It, 
It's an action RPG, isometric with loot, and I don't know, man. That's I mean, I would pretty... say something like Path of Exile is Diablo. This no, is a yes, you are different. correct, but this was like remember back in the PS2 days. This is what we had as close to a console-y Diablo, because we couldn't do like Diablo, Diablo, because we had no keyboards. And then yeah. Blizzard figured that out with Diablo three. It took a while. It took a while. Now we would use different terms. Back then, we compared it to Diablo. I'm telling you, that's what we did. You act like he isn't the same age as you. I'm. I. I'm just reminding him. <laughs> uh, am I? Am I? Are we the same age? I'm thirty. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. Oh crap! It's <laughs> coming to switch, and I see beholders. They want thirty dollars for this thing, though. Come on. What's wrong with thirty dollars? Hey, I don't know. Man. Have you seen costs of PS2 and PS3 games right now? Yes, because we've been selling ours. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to sell them. It is. Oh man, what was that big game that we just sold that we should have told about Jonathan about? Uh, wasn't there one that was worth three hundred bucks? Yeah, so I managed to find a sealed copy of one of the Dragon Quest DS games. Oh yeah, and I think it sold for three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I have all of my Dragon Quest DS games still sealed. Nice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there. It'll just keep going up. We could have kept sitting on it, but yeah, we want the so, space back. Um, there, I sent Gina all of the Ace Attorney games, and it was funny because Trials and Tribulations is worth almost nothing. But we had two copies of uh, Edgeworth Investigations, and I think those were $100 each. It was hard to find. Yeah, because that one was such a low print run. Yeah. Vaughn, do you have uh, Miles Edgeworth? Like, I'm pretty sure you had all of them. Please respond in chat. Right. Um, in the meantime, we what's, what's we kinda, going on with... Oh, oh yes, he does. Good. We kind of teased this earlier, but a sequel to Judgment got announced. Lost Judgment. I, I'm sure you guys are excited. Being When the, will Judgment uh, Day be? Let's see. It is launching globally on September 24th, 2021 for this the PS4. Year? They just keep yeah. churning out Yakuza-style games every year? Yep. How does this team keep doing it? So what's so the new thing is they said this week that the Judgment games will be like the traditional Yakuza combat, and the Yakuza games will now be the new style Yakuza turn-based RPG combat. So that's a, that's a thing. And then everyone's angry, right? Mm-hmm. Except there's been seven of those things, so that's okay. We can be done with the Yakuza. Six. Okay. No. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. There's been eight traditional Yakuza games. No. Like a dragon. Is seven? Seven. Okay. Well, never mind then. There's been seven. Because zero is one of them as well. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that one. So there's seven. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm trying to manufacture controversy where none of us care. The point is that some people cared, and I'm just saying. You still get your new your traditional Yakuza combat in a new story series, so there you go. Okay, so what do we have to look forward to in uh, Judgment Day? Judgment 2, Judgment the the Abyss, Judgment, what are we calling it? Lost Judgment? Last Judgment? Well, let's not look See, at Japanese really and gross. English audio. Mm-hmm. That's there. Um, 
Yagami is being involved in a mystery following the revelations made at the end of a court case handled by his former colleagues. It will take players to the series' regular location of Tokyo's Kemurocho district. Um, has the action combat of the previous game with two combat styles, crane style and tiger style. Um, what else? I think that's about it as far as the news story goes. The trailer that I watched looked like serious business. It looks awesome. And it's for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. And I know that you guys love the original Judgment games, so I'm sure this was exciting. Neither Chris or I have played it. Yeah, it's on my list, oh, I thought you but did. Not, never got around to it. Maybe, maybe I was confusing you with Josh? Yeah, Josh and Alex both played, played it. Yeah. And okay. they both liked it. Okay, I could have sworn that you played it, but ne- never mind. Never mind. Um, so that's all the news, and we have briefs now. Fire away. Um, the Wicked King and the Noble Hero shows locations and monsters, and this is the sequel to that one game with the wolf. The, the, the liar princess and the blind prince. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I has like that same princess and blind prince. Has that same cute art style. Yay. Um, Elder Scrolls Online previews its companion system. Yeah, oh, it's coming with the new expansion, right? Yeah, in the Blackwood chapter, and you select AI controlled partners that accompany them. It's like allies oh, it, in Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, I was about to say they have the roles that are available to players. So, just like that, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition bonus content is now available. What does it come with? Game's not out yet. This week. How's the bonus? What? Has a key art creator, which lets players choose their character's alignment and the location for the artwork, and then download it. Um, Eighty-eight track soundtrack and content previously available in the physical editions, so like the digital art books and two digital comic books. Look at this! It's a YouTube video. With track markers for every sing- for eighty eight songs, it's a four hour YouTube video, because this is how kids can consume music today. I guess we can't put it on Spotify or Apple Music or anything. We put it on freaking YouTube. I mean, the other day I wanted to do some reading and I didn't want it to read in silence, so I just put on um, relaxing JRPG music on my TV. But do you understand? YouTube has a music service. They could put this on YouTube Music. As actual tracks with proper music interface, but no, yeah, but we get a giant. That, video. I think you're the only money. person that knows about YouTube Music. You, I probably am. <laughs> also, and it'll be gone in a in a month. That costs YouTube money, gave, Chris. Google Graves. Yeah, why are you old man yelling at Cloud at this? Sometimes you just you don't want to open. I'm embracing the new. I m- migrated from you, Google Play Music to YouTube Music. I'm not on the old thing. I'm on the new thing. Yes, but don't worry, the, they'll kill the new thing too soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you think they're gonna keep keep around YouTube music? Probably not. But like, um, oh man! So the the amazing American Circus is arriving in August. This was a Kickstarter game we oh, talked about a while back. Something they've got the composers listed for all the games. Mass Effect 3's composers are different. That's why I don't like its music as much. Okay, Mass Effect 3's garbage, and I'm just confirming Chris, that. Chris, stop interrupting Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kelly. By all means. 
Um, the, the Amazing American Service is arriving in August. This was a kickstarted game that we talked about a while back. The digital editions are going to be 20 bucks, and it's going to be available for, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, and PC, and Nintendo Switch on August 12th, 2021. What is the Amazing American Circus, Kelly? A 19th century circus RPG where you're trying to build up a circus empire and engaging against duels in the against the audience. Do, where you it, wow them. Is it a deck building game by any chance? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, my time in Porsche is getting an iOS and Android release. Maybe they should fix the console release. No, they'll do that at the same time, maybe. No. They won't? No. Oh. All they have said right now is, we're working on it. Well, what's wrong with it? It's unstable. It crashes. It lags. You can get stuck in walls. Sounds sounds good. And then finally, we got a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. And I'm sort of excited because the Fort Condor minigame is coming back. Yay! The Sephiroth stab Mario in this trailer? No. no. I don't know that I care about him. This looks pretty but, What the hell, Chris? <laughs> Sorry. But I don't know why I'm excited because I don't have a PS5 yet, so... Well, apparently Jonathan can hook you up. Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, I know. Who's I this know. spiky white hair guy? Spoilers. There's spoilers? Alright. New character. Um, new character? There's a new character? <laughs> no, he's from one of the other Final Fantasy spinoffs. Oh. I'm so confused about what's going on here. Ah, yeah. Emperor Mythos says he's from Dirge of Cerberus. Oh no uh, no no! I rem- no. We don't need him. Yeah, no, no. Reject. I reject. Tsubaki. I reject. No. What's this? What is this? Carry on. This what? is the Condor mini game. What? Is this a? Yeah. Is this tower defense? Yeah. Did <laughs> yeah. you play the Condor mini game? In what? In Final Fantasy VII. So Final Fantasy VII originally? Yes. Oh, yeah. had, no, had a tower defense minigame. No, I wouldn't remember that. It was one of the best parts of the mid-game. Yeah. Um, you, it was in disc two when you were fighting for like all the grand materia. And the, the actual easy way to just finish that quest was to just not do the minigame. Because you really didn't. You got a better cutscene either or. But the the morally correct way was to do the mini game, and yeah, it was basically just tower defense. But the new version of that looks amazing, and yeah, that's exactly what the original game looked like. They just pumped up the graphics. <laughs> yeah, it has like this really simple rock paper scissors. So it's like soldiers beat archers, beat mech, beat soldiers. Yeah, something like that. Can't believe I still remember this. I don't know what's going on at all in this. It was really fun, though. Okay, yes. we're going to close this. Cause it's got spoilers. All right, next. In theory. I think that was it. <laughs> Rise of the Slime. Oh, that one must have gotten added after I opened it's all the... It's another deck builder, it looks like. Yes, um... but it's got a super cute art style. I want to play this. When's it coming out? Or what's the news? 
have the trailer up. Well, close the trailer. See, it is May 20th, 2021. Oh, it's uh, coming out of early access? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Full release May 20th. Available available for for PC, PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Series S, and Switch. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, probably gonna be picking this one up. Um, and, so, and, and sort of rumors and speculation news didn't uh, the trademark for Bet and Kite does get re- yeah, redone? Yeah. So Europe. this is sort of an interesting one, and we won't cover this story as a site because we don't cover rumors and we don't cover like sketchy industry news. But there are a lot of other sites oh. that are willing to cover this. So. Um, Baiten Kaitos, or Baiten Kaitos, I never remember how to pronounce it right, is basically my favorite GameCube game. Um, it's so good, but it has remained super duper niche because it's very dense. Although it's got some awesome plot twists. Yeah, one of the best plot twists I have ever seen in a video game, period. And I don't think a lot of games have topped that since. I can't believe she was a girl the whole time. Nope, not even close to that. <laughs> but that game also had one of the most infuriating boss fights I think I've ever had to experience in an RPG, and you had to do it twice in a row. Yes. So, I mean, that, that game had some flaws. It, it was, was cool. Good. It was a card RPG, and, like, your cards change depending upon how much time they spent in your deck. So, like, Food could ripen and go bad. There were cards that could change the older that they get. Like um, grape juice became wine and cheese became better cheese. Um, But like milk became gross. Uh, uh, Pro tip, honey doesn't spoil. So all of my decks had nothing but honey (laughs) in it. Um. Yeah, the 100% run for Baiting Kaitos, which is getting all the cards you can possibly have. Um, the world record, something like 96 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's high. And I, I think, think only like think... two or three people have done it. And one guy actually got banned from Twitch trying it. <laughs> How did he get banned? Just um, He left his stream running while he was sleeping to prove oh. that he wasn't doing sketchy stuff offline. Uh, and Twitch didn't like that he was running his stream 24-7, and so they banned him. Lame. I know. This was before I don't you, think you get banned for that You anymore. don't anymore. This would have been like 2017 or 2018. It was a while ago. Rules have changed but, on this. All right. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but. So the story is... Um, in the European Union, they trademarked Baton Kaitos's sequel. And it's a big deal because um, the second, so Baton Kaitos Origins did not ever come out in Europe. And so I guess they redid both the original trademark and created a new trademark for the second game, which doesn't guarantee that the game is coming out. But it does point towards the fact that they are certainly considering it seriously. Which is funny considering Bam, Bam, Bam Kite, or Bam Kite, Namco, God, I can't say it. You know, the people. They, Bamco Bandai? Bamco Bandai, thank you. They could, they turned down the wanting to do Xenosaga. 
Yeah, remakes. so the the guy who's in charge of the Xeno series at Monolith Soft has said on Twitter that Bamco is not interested in pursuing remakes of the PS2 versions of the Xeno games because they don't feel they would be able to make their money back. To be fair, those were very niche too. They're probably right. And so for them to be considering this enough to slap down a trademark is interesting for me. Let me let me point out something he didn't say there. Anything about a remake of Xeno Gears. That's true. But most people don't seem I know, they want the anime one. Yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it. They want um, titty robot girls. Mm -hmm. Is that it for news? Yep. Alright, what's coming out this week? Games? That's your thing. Jin Conception is coming out for PC. I don't know what that is. Do you? Anna? Do you know what Jin Conception is? Nope. Okay. Is that where you make Jin? It's a social deduction fantasy thriller turn-based JRPG. Oh, this sounds You've like a me thing. Yeah. What systems is it coming out this on? This is the one where you don't know who did it each time you play the game, right? <gasps> right. Yeah, this looks, uh, it's indie as heck. It's on Steam. I don't know what else it's on. Yeah, I think the only reason that I'm sort of met on it is I want to play it It looks it like on it's Switch. only Steam. Yeah, so you have a nice laptop. That's true. It's way over spec for this. Yes, you that's be fine. true. That's true. Right. Cyberpunk Dreams also... Co- oh, wait. This says it's coming out for Switch on our page. Chin hmm. Conception Switch. Yeah, it's coming for Switch. So you're good to go. Yay! Cyberpunk Dreams also coming to PC this week, apparently. What is Cyberpunk Dreams? Um, okay. I, I see some Cyberpunk artwork. Um, all I'm seeing is artwork from the game Cyberpunk. So I don't know what Cyberpunk Dreams is. Game. Were you dreaming about a better version of Cyberpunk 2021? I guess so, or, yeah. Or whatever that game is? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea what this is supposed to be. Um, and I can't Google for it because of Cyberpunk 2077. So something about Cyberpunk might be coming out. Silicon Dreams, maybe? I don't know what's going on. We'll I thought Silicon Dreams was a company. Yep. Uh, I don't know what's going on anymore. So something about Cyberpunk Dreams is listed in our coming out this week. I don't know who put it in there. and I don't know what it is, but keep an eye out, maybe? Alex, help us out. Actually, what's in our new release roundup? Maybe it's in here. Cyber. Oh, upcoming releases. Cyberpunk Dreams off of our webpage says Cyberpunk Dreams last night. Late Night Games' Cyberpunk Dreams is a free-to-play text RPG set in 2090s Cincinnati. Cool. It's coming out on Steam, apparently. Um, free-to-play text RPG. Oh, look at this. Oh, this is... Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a choose-your-own-adventure type RPG thing. Neat! So, these are... these are uh, Obviously, these live and die based on the quality of their writing. Um, so, uh, look for some reviews. But, yeah, there you go. And we have some impressions up from the beta. Um, Alex posted it last month. So, you can find that out. Look for Cyberpunk Dreams, all one word. Um, search for it on Steam. Don't search for it on Google because it ain't going to come up. <laughs> you could do Cyberpunk Dreams video game, and that would nope. probably help. Nope. <laughs> I tried that. Oh. <laughs> Guess what else comes up when you search for Cyberpunk game? Okay. <laughs> Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, we've mentioned 70 times this show is coming out this week. 
And Final Fantasy XIV is having their digital fan fest, which means there'll be pr- lots of news about Final Fantasy XIV and the new expansion. So, oh, or you could go join in with that, right? Because it's digital. Um, can anyone just show up and watch the stream? Yeah, Friday, May 14th and Saturday, May 15th, streaming live from Tokyo Garden Theater. Um, it, they've got an English page for it, so there'll at least be some sort of translation or or something, or it'll be content that you can enjoy even if you don't speak Japanese. Um, yeah, and check that out. So go to Final FanFest.FinalFantasy14, that's XIV.com slash 2021 slash NA, and uh, you can check out what's going on. And there's in-game items somehow attached to it, so I don't know how that'll work. Maybe if you just log in with your account on the site or something, they give it to you. Maybe you have to buy them. I don't know. And they have some merch, of course, because there's always merch for 14. So go check that out if you're into 14 and want to see the news about 14. That's uh, coming this Friday. That's it. What are you going to play this week, Anna? Um, Age of Calamity. I'm going to play more Monster Hunter, but I'm thinking of pivoting to Mass Effect. Are you going to get it on? What system are you going to get it on? Uh, yeah. PC. I'm thinking Xbox Series X so I can play it on the TV. Okay. With surround sound. TV, 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 TV. I'm open to, um, to suggestions, though. Um... Uh, Kelly, what about you? Um, I'm not sure because we're going to my mom's house tonight to pre-celebrate my birthday, and it's really going to depend on what if they got me any games or not. I okay. mean, happy if, if early nothing, birthday, Kelly! Happy early birthday, thank, Kelly! Yay! Thank you. I mean, if, if nothing else, I will play Dexomon. Because your actual birthday again? Uh, May 11th. You're going to play what? Nexomon? Nexomon. Nexomon. You're not going to play more Snap? But, um, I'm kind of getting burnt out on it, to be oh, honest. Wow. Okay. Because, well, well, I mean, I say that having enjoyed it so much, but I did finish the game, and now it's just 100% completing, like, getting all the photos and finding all the Pokemon. And, I don't know, it might be one of those games that I play just to chill out. But I, I had put... um story of seasons poot on my birthday list as well as the whatever the new harvest moon was um friends oh one world yeah one world so we'll we'll have to see which one if if Vaughn got me one of those cool because i could go for a harvest moon right now so we'll see and then what about you jonathan I'm sure I'll be playing some Mech Warrior online. There's a little challenge out right now to get some free stuff if you meet in-game uh, milestones. And then I have a feeling I'll be digging into Mass Effect. Nice. Now, why did you want me to pick it up on PC? I don't know. I'm oh, PC I... elitist. Is he's PC Master Race? I do, have exactly. a, I do have a PC with a recently updated processor, but not a recently updated video card. But it could probably do just fine. Oh, anyway. I'll, fi- I'll worry about this later. Um, <laughs> Maybe Jonathan Con- can find one of those that falls off the back of a truck. Yeah, too. so here, here's... Those are tougher, but yes. Graphics card... Yeah, I've got a 5700 XT. It's fine. It would do fine. Um, yeah. I, I can't complain, given some people are building systems and have to use integrated proce- uh, graphics because they can't buy any card at a reasonable price. So I can't complain. I haven't really... <laughs> I was tempted to sell my 3080 because I, someone told me they're going for over two grand. Yeah. 
They are. It's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also. Let me tell you my my latest technical stress because in case anybody out there can help me with this, I'm trying to understand how to properly set up HDR with all my consoles and video watching solutions on my television, and it's a pain in the butt. And if I turn on HDR with all the 444s or 422s or or whatever it is, 10-bit color, there's so many things to change, so many things to set. I've read so much research that all contradicts each other. I understand that I what to set, I think, on my stuff. And then we have the Apple TV and the Xbox and the Google Chromecast with, what is it, Chromecast with Google TV. That's the official name of the product. Oh, my God. And they all have issues where it just drops out with my TV. I've gotten upgraded HDMI cables, and I'm just looking for what do I need to do to make HDR gaming goodness live in my living room and HDR video goodness live in my living room. Do I need to upgrade my TV, my receiver, or both? If anyone has any experience troubleshooting these sorts of things where just sometimes while popping out a normal 4K and HDR 4K, or just going back to normal 4K, it just loses the signal and I have to reset the television and or the receiver to get it back. Is it my TV? Is it my receiver? Or is it both? Any feedback you have would be greatly appreciated, and I'm so sorry for manipulating my podcast as a platform for tech support. (laughs) HDR is a pen in the butt. Yeah. You can tweet him at Sabin1001. Yeah. Or you can find him on the RB Gamer Discord, which is rbgamer.com slash Discord. There's no answer to these things. Nabuo. The actual answer is it depends on your stuff. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's just frustrating. And it's like, I want to I want to get it all working right. You know, I spent hours last night trying to debug it and, and, and watching the Mandalorian episodes over and over just to see what visual quality I liked better. And... What bugs me is I could spend all this money upgrading our TV, upgrading our receiver, and I still don't know if it's going to work more reliably or not. Another we upgraded our TV PS... in our bedroom. It was it was cheap. Yeah, that was nice because that was fun to do like the cheapest TV that because it was like the only one Amazon was selling that was 32 inches anyway. And it's like, okay, <laughs> no choices to make. It's nice to not have to make choices. <laughs> what are you saying, Jonathan? PS5 does this thing where it's like that uh, HDMI power detection. Yep. And so I'll be watching TV, and then the PS5 is like, "Hey, I'm here. Let's switch." Oh no! Then, oh no! Yes. You got the CEC ghosts. No. Yes, it's annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, and I try turning it off, right. and it still yep. does it sometimes. Oh god! You have to turn it off everywhere, basically, if you want it to go away for sure. But oh, then you don't get the so benefits annoying. on the things you want to have it happen on. I know. It's yeah, the it's... worst. Like, somebody needs to test, like, here are the things that I can tell you for sure. Like, okay, everyone's buying that LG CX TV right now, right? That's the, the, the HD TV everyone's getting is that OLED. So somebody take that TV, start testing it with receivers and PS4s and Xboxes and say, here's the ones we've tested. These ones work together without weird issues. Like, all the automatic stuff works, all the... A- HDR works. Here you can buy these ones together and know they're going to work. That would be helpful. No one's doing yeah. that. And what's really annoying, what makes it more annoying, is like my PS5 is completely off. It's not even on sleep or standby or whatever. It's off. It's been, I've been watching a movie for 30 minutes and all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, PS5, we're here. <laughs> yeah, let's switch. And then beep, my just, PS5 turns on. We had to take the Apple TV out because sometimes uh, if you accidentally hit the Apple TV remote, like with the, the force of a hair. Um, it would um, turn on and steal all the inputs. And it's like, no! Yeah, well. And the problem is, is 
if he ends up putting the remote between the two halves of the couch and I don't know it's there, all of a sudden the Apple TV turned on and I'm like, I don't know how to turn this off. (laughs) You have to, and the Apple TV can't be turned, no. You can't turn off the Apple TV without seeing what's on the screen, which is also an issue with most of the consoles except the Xbox because it has a freaking button that you just tap it and it shuts off gracefully. Or at least sleeps gracefully. Well, and we can tell the, the lady PS4 in the can to turn it off and on, too. Well, but the lady in the can is turning the Xbox on whenever you tell her to turn a time on, timer off, which is its own issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so guess what? It's so the lady worse. in the can hears me say, stop. <laughs> she and she says, I'm saying Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I. so I had a, a function for my lady in the can to say lady pants off games on and it would turn on my couch light and my tv and i had to change it to just uh lady game time because for some reason unless i enunciated every syllable as clearly as possible she just refused to understand pants off games on so Talking about the power, you know, on the PS4, you can just hold the power or hold the uh, PS button, right? Whatever, and it brings up your power options. Well, yeah. PS5, you can't hold it; it does that anymore. You got to oh. like just press it, and then you got to go all the way to the bottom, and then you got to scroll all the way to the right. Does the physical, the like the button on the console, does it put just put it to sleep when you tap it by any chance? I have not tried because that's that's my game. That's my get out of jail free card with the Xbox. So it'd be nice if the PS5 does that too. You know. I'd have to test. I never turn it off. It's like I gotta walk. Well, I mean, it would go to sleep, but th- and that that would also work. I don't need it to go yeah. off necessarily. But hey, we should wrap up tech support cast. All right. <laughs> Let me know if you have any solutions, or if you just know things that work together. That would be a good starting point for me. Like just to know who's making good receiver hardware or good TV input hardware that can talk HDMI and all this stuff without breaking. Ugh. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next week, um, hopefully without having bought new TVs, um, though I'm really tempted to now. Um, thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.